you're going to start to notice these different movements within your space that is um, an an awakening of your awareness that will give you information. And the more that you cultivate that, the easier it is for you to stay grounded and present in your day-to-day activities because your intuition and your awareness will be expanded. So you're subconscious doesn't have to completely be on high alert trying to keep you safe. Hey, hey, Dr. Brandy here. And one of my favorite things to do is to help women truly enjoy their bodies, to feel healthier, to turn back the aging clock from the inside out, to enhance their energy throughout the day, and to help them feel sexier no matter what age they're in. This is all accomplished through a process that we take together, but we, we, we begin with a personalized health assessment that identifies your toxicities and your deficiencies and the spiritual and emotional blocks that may be getting in your way of you living your own life on fire. And what I've found is that there's always room for optimizing your life, regardless if you're a career woman at the top of your game, a mom who has kids leaving the nest, or an athlete that feels that he's at peak performance. There is always room for optimization. And... If you're interested in learning how to optimize your own life and would like to see if you're a good fit to work with me one-on-one, there are a few spots that I've opened up and I wanted to make this available to my listeners of the Turn Your Soul on Radio community first. So if you'd like to apply, head on over to my website, drbrandyvictory.com forward slash activate. That's A-C-T-I-V-A-T-E, drbrandyvictory.com forward slash activate, and that's Brandy with a Y, (laughs) and uh, fill out the form. You'll be given an opportunity to connect with me, and we can have a deeper conversation to see if it's a good fit. So thank you so much for being a part of the Turn Your Soul on Radio community, and I look forward to the potential of going forward on your wellness journey with you. You are listening to Turn Your Soul on Radio. I am your host and visionary doctor, Dr. Brandy Victory, and my mission is to assist high-achieving women in closing the gap between feeling unfulfilled to living a life on fire. It is time, ladies, to champion our own lives and turn ourselves on. This is Living Victoriously, ladies. This is how you turn your soul on. Hey, hey, women on fire. I am excited to be here. I am also really freaking excited because we are now, well, at the time of the release of this episode, we are into the women's group 10-day transformation program. And it's just so incredible, wonderful, like the growth that happens from this program. And I feel so incredibly blessed to have the opportunity to lead these ladies on this journey to greater well-being. And I'm so grateful that I get to share this journey with you too. So thank you so much for being around and listening in and sharing these episodes and rating and reviewing the show. Uh, I appreciate your support. Um, I've been getting like feedback from people who are like, oh yeah, I talked to this lady and she says she loves your show. And I have no idea who that is. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't even know who that is. And apparently she waits for every episode to be released. And I'm like, wow. It would be so cool just to know who's out there and who's listening and who's interested and how it's helping and all that good stuff. So if you don't mind, send me a little line or drop in a review. Give me some feedback because I would like to be fed too. 
<laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, you know, I just wanted to kind of bring up the the conversation around well-being, like what is well-being? And it, it came into my um, consciousness because I was really considering how am I going to move forward with this 10-day transformation program with these women? Because it it's never the same. It's always different. And it's always dependent on who's in the in the group as to what, how, what direction we go, because it's, it creates its own environment. It creates its own entity. It creates its own spirit. And I want to make sure that all the women are served who are in there. Right. So I was just like really considering what is, what is really, what does well-being really actually mean even, you know? And so when I looked it up, uh, in Webster's, in the dictionary, <laughs> it says a good or satisfactory condition of existence, a state characterized by health, happiness, and prosperity. And prosperity is defined as a successful, flourishing, or thriving condition, especially in financial respects or good fortune. So, uh, you know, from my perspective, well-being is like basically thriving on all levels, physically thriving, mentally, emotionally thriving, having a thriving spirit. And, you know, I think we've all been in those moments where we've felt like we're more in alignment with our well-being than others, or maybe we feel aligned on, you know, a physical level. Oh yeah, I'm working out and I'm eating right, but maybe the emotional level was off, or maybe you felt like a thriving spirit in the way that you're feeling really, in, you know, creative and pulling things um, up to do and make and have fun with, um, but maybe not eating well and then thri- not thriving so much on a physical perspective. And so the 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 objective is for me, for all my patients, for all my people, for all you listening in right now, <laughs> is to create a container for full experience thriving, full body thriving, full mental and emotional thriving, full spirit thriving, full life thriving. And, you know, I, the more I just dive into this conversation and this, this uh, introspection, uh, you know, everything has spirit, right? So if you, go, if you look at the rocks and the trees and pets, the pets that you have, they all have a little spirit, right? Like wind has a spirit. Water has a spirit. And you can like, if you look at the spirit of a rock, it's solid, it's grounded. It's ancient. It doesn't really go anywhere, you know, unless it's round. <laughs> it's it's carvable, right? Like there's so much to it. And and then we can do that with every single element in nature. You know, the trees, depending on the type of tree, right? You might be willow, near a willow tree and a willow trees are very flexible and they move with the wind and they bend really easily and they enjoy water and that kind of thing. Or maybe you're in the Northern California coast near the redwoods and you've got these tall, um, pointed, ancient, <laughs> right, um, trees that have withstood the test of time and their greatness. And so we're just like looking at the spirit of all things. It just had me just kind of go down this tumble. You know, we have wild animals, all different kinds of wild animals, right? Bear and and coyote and turkey, and they all have their own little different spirits. Metal, earth, fire, water, air, all those elements have their own 
different kinds of spirits. And it's just kind of fun to consider like, wow, everything is inspirited. Everything has a spirit. And, and when we can tap into that, we begin to understand our relationship to nature and our relationship to the world. And I believe that when we are conscious of these spirits of nature and all things that exist, then we become more conscious of our own spirit and our own true nature as a spiritual being. Uh, One of the really cool things that um, I've experienced in my life is uh, I traveled for three years, consciously homeless, and we we were doing professional house sitting. And it was one of the most incredible things that I've ever done. And, and that was just only like three years ago. <laughs> we were on the road doing that. And we went to so many different communities. Like we went to Santa Barbara. We went to, we went to a lot of places in Arizona and New Mexico, Albuquerque, um, Los Ranchos, and uh, all, uh, a lot of different places, right? And every single different place has its own spirit, which is really kind of cool. And I never really considered that much before because I, you know, I've traveled here and there and I've done some pretty fun traveling, but it, it was for a moment in time to go get away and have a vacation and that kind of thing. And it wasn't necessarily to dive into the culture of the community. And that was our whole existence for three years was we were doing this traveling professional house sitting gig so that we would, and we would only take long-term house-sitting gigs. So it was always a month to six months, and we would stay in one place for an extended period of time so we could actually get to know the community, so we could learn about the culture of the place, so we could meet people, so we could have, you know, a feel for how people live there. It's just kind of makes it really rich when you can understand the spirit of a community, right? And so when... um when, like there's a difference in the spirit of the community of Santa Barbara, which I love. I really resonated with Santa Barbara. Like when I when we landed there, uh, it was so immediate. I was we were both just drawn into this community with open arms. We were invited to the park to a party. Um, we were welcomed into this um, yoga community, and it was just it was just freaking incredible for all this to happen in one week. Like it was, it's not common for that to happen. Usually, people are reserved and they want to get to know you, and it takes time and all this stuff. But in Santa Barbara, we just felt like loved, held open. It was so great. As a matter of fact, when I was there, I was like, okay, we don't have to keep traveling. I'm done. We can just stay here. Because when that kind of feeling arises within me, I feel like a sense of belonging in this place. And I want to keep cultivating that. Like that's one thing about traveling is you don't really have community. And that's honestly the reason why we quit traveling because I need community more than anything. Like it's one of my huge values in life. So, um, so I felt really great about Santa Barbara and, and then it was like that spirit of that place is right on the ocean and it's, um, also right between the ocean and some mountains. Granted, they're not the Rockies, but yeah, they're mountains, right? And so you got the ocean, you got the mountains, you got the sunshine is just so brilliant. You've got high consciousness vibration there around yoga and eating and veganism and, um, taking care of the land. So there's doing a lot of the zero scaping there. I mean, it was just, just high consciousness, high vibration. And I'm really attracted to that stuff. And so then we went to, um, 
Costa Rica to do a house sitting gig there, right? And in Costa Rica, it's a completely different experience. So, you know, we land in San Jose, which is a huge city, um, which I didn't really care for that much. And But we ended up in a little village called Tuis. Now, this is a literally a Costa Rican village at the edge of a jungle on the top of a mountain. It is incredible. And this village literally had little tiny Costa Rican men walking these huge oxen through our, what we would consider our yard. And we would be sitting on the balcony and there's just these oxen that are being walked, like a man, a tiny man and a big oxen walking an ox through our yard, trying to get to the next street. It's like dirt. There's no real streets there. Okay. It's really a village. <laughs> I mean, there's a village like to this, to the, there's no yoga studio. There's no coffee shop. There's no, um, stores. There is, there are some stores actually, but we had to like hike down our mountain to go down to the little tiny town where we could buy our meat. And it was really fresh and it was really awesome. Um, but other than that, we had to like put our backpacks on, hike down our mountain, go catch a bus and take a bus to another town where there was a market once a week. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a really different spirit of this place. Right. And, and it, it, and it's beautiful. Like the spirit of Costa Rica is one of deep, rich love. And I, I, one of the things that I so miss about that place is the fact that when you walk down the street and you pass another person, you're, Every single time you're acknowledged. Buenos dia. Hola. Every single person acknowledges you. And we do not do that here in this country. And it is just a sad situation. And there's also uh, no seniors that are walking alone. You've never seen a senior citizen walking by themselves. They always have a, a child or a grandchild with them child or an adult child or a grandchild or somebody walking with them because they are taken care of. They're not put away in a home and forgotten about, which is what happens to our seniors here often in our community, in our, in our society, which um, is a sad situation, right? So there's this other spirit of, of, of Costa Rica, of Tuis, right? There's a spirit of all different places that we go to, uh, Texas. I grew, was raised and grown, in, raised, raised and grown. <laughs> I was raised in Texas, uh, Houston, Galveston area, and it's a different spirit than even Dallas or Austin or where I ended up after that was in Northern California. And then we've got the difference in the spirit of Northern California versus Southern California. Like if you've lived in different places or even gone to visit different places, just take a minute to really consider like what's the spirit of the places that you liked. Like, I really liked Santa Barbara. I really liked Costa Rica. I did not have to come home from Costa Rica. I could stay there and be fine. But there's other places like Albuquerque. Eh, didn't do so much for me, right? We've been to um, New Orleans. The spirit of that place is just incredible to me. I love New Orleans. And I wouldn't live there, right? It's just too much going on. So I like to visit for fun. It's like a little playground Disneyland for adults for me. And um, it's just kind of fun to just feel into the spirit of the different communities that you've known or experienced. 
there was this really cool thing that we did in San San Antonio. We actually do this commonly, but San Antonio just brings out to me right now. We we do ghost tours in different towns when we go to different towns commonly, and um, San Antonio ghost tour was just amazing. Like we had this guide who was this tall, I don't know, maybe six two, tall black guy, really dark colored skin, and um, he had this huge black trench coat on and black boots, and he had a handlebar mustache and his hair was kind of long and curly and he had his big old 10 gallon black cowboy hat on like he's playing the part right and this is at night so we're, we're it's at night and he's all dressed up and he's taking us around and he's telling us about this whole like you walk around the city and they tell you about what's happened his, historically in different areas of the city or in different buildings and things I mean the Alamo's there for goodness sakes right so um yeah and then he had these little kind of I don't know what they're called. They're these, they look like little guns and you can point them at different places and they register temperature change. And so like he would say, yeah, this building over here. And if you put your gun over there, it might, the temperature might drop really drastically or whatever, because presumably there's an entity or a ghost or something there. And uh, it was really interesting because um, as we're taking this tour, you know, we're going inside businesses like restaurants and bars and things like that and talking to people who work there or manage the places. And they're telling us, you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah, we have a ghost here and... um, and this is what it does. It, you know, sometimes knocks trays off a waitress's arms or whatever, you know, he's just telling us the whole story. Like, and it's kind of really, really intriguing. And then we get, we go around the corner. Now, I personally, when I went around this corner, it just felt dark. And I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. And if you look like all the buildings in that area of town are just kind of dead. There's no business there. They've all closed down. Windows are broken out. Like it's kind of nothing. Like I really probably wouldn't walk around that part of town on my own by myself because it felt, it felt kind of funky. Right. So, you know, we, we attune ourselves to these things, especially when we're in different environments that we're not used to because, you know, we don't want our purses snatched and those kinds of things. So we, we think about those things on a, maybe on a subconscious level or at least on a partly conscious level because we're conscious of it. Right. (laughs) Um, but yeah, but it was really kind of interesting to find out that this area that was dead was the spot in America, where more death has occurred in that square mile, I believe it was a square mile, I can be off on that, but it's a very small area, and more death has occurred in that one area than anywhere else in the U.S. because of the Civil War, the Alamo, all this stuff. And it's just so clear that places have spirit, Right? Because we're like, oh my gosh, all this death has happened here. And now, and of course, there's no buildings, nothing is alive there, right? It's a death area. Now, there are ways, like when I was working with Art Running Bear, my shaman uh, teacher, he um, would take us to different places and we'd do healings on the land or we'd do healings in. Um, uh, cemeteries so so that we can improve the vibrational frequency of the land and things like that. I've actually done some of that on my own property, you know, especially after we were burglarized and stuff. We like reset our property a lot energetically because, you know, we needed to. Um, but it's just fascinating, right? Because everything has spirit and it doesn't really matter where you go. And some people in some areas thrive 
and some people in some areas don't. And so when I was preparing for this 10-day transformation, I was like, okay, how do I bring more thriving spirit to my women? Like, I got some pretty cool women in there, and if we can enhance their thrivability, <laughs> why not, right? And then I was like, wow, you know what? I just got a really good idea. So I am going to help enhance your thrivability too, because we're going to go through some processes together over the next several episodes that it's similar to what I'm going to be doing with the women in the 10 day. So you can kind of experience that. And, um, we're going to work, we're going to do some exercises together. So I hope you, ha- I hope you think it's, I think, you ha- I think, I think you'll like it and I hope you think it's fun. There we go. <laughs> All right. So, you know, inherent in the 10 day transformation program itself, um, it just facilitates a thriving spirit. It really does. I haven't done it one time and not felt better. Like it just, emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually on all levels, like felt way better. And, um, there's nothing really for me to do other than just bring awareness to deeper aspects of each woman. And one of the ways that I do this during the 10 day transformation program is to offer a point of focus each day because we meet daily on a video uh, conference so that we're in a group and we meet every day and everybody has support every day that they're there. And even if they don't make it, I record it so they can have it. And so we get to take, do processes together and it's, it's really a lot of fun. And um, what we're going to do is we're going to do some processes around the chakras that offer women a way to conceptualize that part of themselves where spirit begins to manifest into the physical plane. So when we think about our, we're spiritual beings and we're physical bearings, beings, um, we don't really necessarily think about that point where spirit comes into the body. Now, there's a guy named Dr. Gabriel Cousins. I have some great stories about this man. I I wish I had time to share them with you right now, but just trust me, he is an amazing... He's a Jewish rabbi. He he has written a book called Spiritual Nutrition. If you're into spiritual anything and nutrition at all, read the book. It's a very dense, hard read, but well, well worth it. It's like one of those books you keep in your bath... Or, well, (laughs) it's one of those books I keep in my bathroom. (laughs) because you can't just sit down and read it like a novel, but um, Spiritual Nutrition by Dr. Gabriel Cousins. Enjoy the book. And um, he, he says that spirit comes in through the fascia. So the fascia is that first point of entry, spirit into form. And there's meridians and energetic channels that run through the body and through the fascia and through the whole thing. And they culminate in these energy centers that run up the central channel of the body. And these are called chakras. And there's, there's so many all over everywhere in the body, but we're going to really focus on during this 10 days and during these next several episodes with you, we're going to really focus on the central channel of those chakras, the, the, the chakras in the central channel, I should say. <laughs> Each one of them has something very specific to offer. So it's going to be fun to um, share this awakening with you. Uh, this is just kind of really important work, right? Because these are energetic areas where we can get hung up. We can clog the pipes. So if our sh- chakra systems are um, not working efficiently, it's kind of like having an organ that's not working efficiently. If you get sluggish, uh, 
you get sluggish libido, you're probably not going to create any babies. You get sluggish liver, you're probably not going to detox your body very well, right? You're going to feel funky. You're going to feel sluggish. And it's the same exact thing because the energetics are the blueprint for the physical reality. So the idea is that we go back and we just start to change the energetic blueprints and then the physical reality changes. Imagine that. Okay. So here's the deal. Your spirit is pure essence. And it meets up with your physical body. And your physical body has had experiences, trauma, has held on to toxins, false beliefs, chemicals, pesticides, mold, whatever, right? So our physical body's like got all this stuff. And it creates an environment where your spirit can get hung up as it tries to flow through. And this is a really cool kind of thing to conceptualize because we're thinking about ourselves as spiritual beings on this planet and, and we all are divine beings, a, fleck, a flicker of grace of God that is infinite and powerful and huge and big and amazing and all these things. And we don't necessarily realize it because we are hung up in the physical realm a bit, right? And so this is why these practices are so freaking important. Like every single day you should be practicing your meditation and working on your energetics and clearing your energetic space and clearing your chakras and enhancing your vibration on a vibrational frequency on your energetic level. And that will show up in your physical world because every single thing that you're experiencing in your physical world right now, be it in your physical body, be it in your relationships, be it in your home, be it in your work, be it in your car, be it in your lawnmower, whatever, has an energetic blueprint. And you have the ability to shift the energetics. And when you shift it from an energetic perspective, then you're moving from the root and allowing it to become something different in the physical. Now, there are people who don't want change. So if you're one of those, you might not want to listen to this. <laughs> Hopefully you're not, though. <laughs> I doubt it. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to my podcast anyway, right? <laughs> um, I just had a patient yesterday, and it's kind of a sad situation, you know? She comes in, and she's like, yeah, I've got, um, I've got this knee pain. And it's been a problem for a while. And um, the doctor says that it's permanently damaged. And I'm like, really? Okay. Did you have an MRI? No, 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 no. No, no, no testing at all, right? And somehow the doctor determined this was permanent damage. And I said, how old are you? And she says, 28 years old. And I'm like, what? Okay. So first of all, when you're 28 years old, nothing is permanent unless you believe it's so, Right. So um, it's, it's just really, really important to understand the, the power of our mind to create. And if she wants to hold on to that story, like I, don't, I didn't get the vibe from her that she was wanting to let go of it. So I was kind of the end of the conversation <laughs> because she somehow is winning. There's some great gift out of her being the victim of this knee problem, right? And we have, I believe that we all have tendencies to get hung up in those kind of storylines. So, you know, if you start to step 
back and you just kind of look around and go, what are, what are my, what's my kryptonite? Like what's my storyline that I tend to fall into, especially when I'm stressed out, um, tired, sick, worried, all these things. Like there's probably this prominent storyline that you kind of fall into that, that you tell yourself over and over and over again. And so every single time you tell yourself that because thoughts are energy, then you recreate that experience in the physical world. And so you put these blinders on or these rose-colored glasses on so you begin to see the world from that perspective as if that were true because you're telling yourself that. And one of our greatest gifts is to honor our words, so why not believe what I, believe what I say, right? So, yeah, you're permanently damaged. You're going to be permanently damaged. Uh, and I, I, it just breaks my heart to see that happen and to have someone not realize that they actually have the potential to heal. And you can talk all day and some people will hear you and some people won't. So um, I'm just hoping that you are understanding that you actually have the potential to heal regardless of what it is. You have the potential to change regardless of what it is. You can change. Now, you you know, we can't change other people, right? But when we start to change ourselves, other people begin to change. So, and either they go with us or away from us, and we can't be attached to either one of those, right? Because that would be codependency. But when we're like honoring ourselves and we're really solid in our own beingness and our connection to source, then then you don't need codependency. Codependency is an, is a way of trying to get love or feel belonging or needed out, uh, outside of ourself. And the true belonging and love and neededness comes from within ourself. So, um, yeah. So anyway, I'm just so excited to um, share this with you because we're going to be working on this stuff and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. All right. So we're going to be working on uh, the chakra system. And we have, like I was telling you, those seven primary. They run up the central channel, and I'll describe them all to you as we go through. Chakras essentially are just energetic centers in the body, okay? They're various focal points in the subtle body, and these, and they're basically energy centers that regulate or at least help regulate different body processes. So they help regulate your organ function. They help regulate your immune system. They help regulate your emotions, um, and each chakra we'll be talking about is, um, they have like, okay, when it's in balance, it, these are the things that you'll have experience in. If they're out of balance, these are the things you're having experience in. So, um, like it, one, of, one of the things that stands out in my mind a lot because I love chocolate is, uh, is an, a chocolate kind of addiction or obsession could relate to a second chakra, um, imbalance. <laughs> so I'm like, oh man, <laughs> I hate that because I, it's so important to have your second chakra open, ladies. <laughs> we want to have that sucker balance. We want to have that sucker, func- sucker functioning. Uh, your second chakra, just um, so you know, is just below the belly button and it, and it relates to your um, passion and your creativity and your ability to birth things into the physical world. And um, it, it, it owns, it's the color orange. So if you're like, oh, I want to, I want more of that. Just think about the color orange really bright in your lower belly and just kind of rotate it around in a circle in a clockwise fashion and just kind of give you some empowerment right there. And, or if you have something coming up and you're not feeling very creative, like I have, I'm still painting on my bathroom walls, those trees. Okay. I got the trees up. I need to do their branches and it's kind of 
new exploration with paint for me. So I'm kind of nervous. And so I've not been like even thinking about it. I've like put it up for a minute and I'm like, okay, what's that about? So I will actually do some second chakra work and then go in there and do that. Um, Another thing you can do for the second is a dance, shake your hips. Uh, you know, put some music on and dance. Anyway, I, I'm just getting way ahead of myself right now because this is also so exciting. But each chakra has a vibrational frequency. It also has a sound. It has a color. And um, yeah, I just want to share this journey with you. So <laughs> I guess we should get on with it, right? All right, I'm getting silly right now. So this is this is fun. All right. And before we jump in, I just want you to know, because it's just essential that you know your energy. All right. All things are energy. And the ability for your energy centers to function optimally is what keeps you psychologically, emotionally, physically, and spiritually balanced, okay? So this is really, really important stuff. All right. And obviously, um, the 10-day isn't just about cleansing your chakras, (laughs) Um, where you're also focusing intently on improving the detoxification pathways of the body. So the liver, the kidneys, the intestines, the colon, the lungs, all right, as well as nourishing the body with high vibrational foods and superfoods and supplements. So as we go through all these chakras, I'm going to speak to those those organs and I'll speak to the different foods and, and, um, I'll also speak to different essential oils that you can use for each one. So, uh, yeah, keep your eyes open or your ears open. I should say, (laughs) we also want to make sure that we're nourishing the mind and the spirit. So I'll be offering very specific exercises to cultivate a space of love and compassion and fortitude and stand upness and success consciousness for you. So yeah, I bet you're wishing you joined into the 10 day now, right? <laughs> well, don't worry because you will be able to do this program on your own and get the guidance you need because I'm going to have uh, this program created into a, an online program that you can just do regardless if I'm hosting it live or not. Although I will be offering it live again in September. So, you know, if you want to do it live, definitely do it in September, but definitely if you're kind of being called to this, don't wait that long, like just get on it and have fun with it. And if you need support, I'm here for you. All right. Uh, you can, you can, you can do it multiple times. Like I've said, I've done it like 15 times probably. So, um, yeah. Anyway, if you have any questions about that, definitely, Uh, reach out. All right. So for today, I want you to just like really feel into the spirit of things. So if you can take a few minutes to go outside and be outside. Um, Yeah, it's funny as I'm thinking about this, sometimes I'm in an environment like when I go work for another doctor, I'm that building is in the city. And so I go out, I want to go, I often want to go outside and stand outside in the sun, but then there's all these cars and exhaust and stuff. Right. And I'm like, Oh wow. I'm just now considering this right now is like, Oh, that's the spirit of that environment. Right. So I'm like, Oh yeah, that's that spirit. Okay. Well, I'm clearly not aligned with that. Okay. And then I think about going out Side in nature and finding grass. Like even in that environment, at the work environment I go down for, um, there's there's not even a patch of grass. Like I'm like <laughs> walking around the parking lot looking for a patch of grass. I'm like, could I find at least a patch of grass to sit on? No, not at all. Um, but I could get in my car and I could drive to the park, right? So um, yeah, so just find a way to get yourself outside and just notice it doesn't matter where you're at or if you're like even like in a mall or you're in a grocery store or you're um, this in a this morning I went to this um, 
oh, what's it called? Oh, it's a yard sale. And it was, um, it was by this organization here in our town. And I, I went to support them. And I thought I was just going to be there for a minute because I couldn't, I don't, I don't really like um, this organization. And I've been to their yard sale before and it was just a mess and there were too many people and I didn't want to dig. I'm just not a digger. Um, so, but, so I thought, oh, I'll just go over there and support them and then, you know, come on home. But I got there and I was like, oh, this is kind of fun, right? So I had this opportunity to like get this whole bag of clothes for like eight bucks <laughs> from this little yard sale. It was so great. And then I got this painting for our wall, right? So my, my perception of the spirit of the place was like, right? I'm probably not going to stay there. I just want to go show my face and hang out and give them a little support and I'm out, maybe buy something to you know, support them. Um, but when I got there, the vibe was different than I expected, right? So we have our perception of what the spirit of a place will be. And then we also have what it actually can be or can change to be, right? I'm pretty sure the reason why the vibe was a little bit better for me because I had, I found I, some of my community friends are there and I saw several people I knew and we were chatting it up and it was just a really good time, right? Because you're hanging out with people you know and you're chatting about goofy girl stuff and looking through clothes and being silly. So that's a completely different spirit of disorganization and stinky, right? So yeah, so just kind of be playing with spirit, playing with the spirit of nature, playing with the spirit of your environment, playing with the spirit of maybe your work environment. Like, what is it like for you to be there? Like, really, like you have this way of seeing it because it's what you do and you're like, huh, okay, this is how I feel about my work environment. Um, and you may love your work, but you may hate your environment, you know, I don't know. Um, but just kind of fill into it because I want you to just start tuning into the spirit of different things. And when you start to to allow yourself to feel that, you're going to start to notice these different movements within your space that is um, a, a, an, an awakening of your awareness that will give you information. And the more that you cultivate that, the easier it is for you to stay grounded and present in your day-to-day -day activities because your intuition and your awareness will be expanded. So you're subconscious doesn't have to completely be on high alert trying to keep you safe because you are more aware. So if you want to reduce your stress, reduce your anxiety, reduce your depression, reduce your um, manic kind of attitude or way of being in the world, then this is these are really great practices. All right. And so um, over the next several episodes, I will be sharing these chakra clearing exercises with you so you can join us and have some fun with us. And uh, I'd love to have your feedback if it's working for you or if it's not, um, I'd love to have that feedback too. So anyway, um, I'm excited. Can you tell? <laughs> I hope you're excited too. All right. All right, sweethearts, I will um, talk to you soon and do whatever it takes to turn your soul on. Thank you for tuning in to another awesome episode of Turn Your Soul On radio. If you're enjoying the show and it's making a difference in your life, I'd be super grateful if you'd head on over to iTunes and leave a heartfelt review, which tremendously helps the growth of the show. Feel free to leave any suggestions or questions in your review, or you can shoot us an email at admin at drbrandyvictory.com. I also would like to invite you to become a deeper part of the Turn Your Soul On radio community, which you can do by joining our private Facebook group, Turn Your Soul On. I'll leave a link in the show notes for you. Thank Thank you so much for being here today and I'll talk to you next time. Have a fantastic day.
This podcast is for information purposes only. Dr. Brandy Victory is not a medical doctor, and the views and statements expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Dr. Brandy Victory and the producers, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.